Over the last two decades, I've been in an insatiable quest to learn everything I can about leadership. What makes the best leaders so good? After running companies small and large over the last 20 years, today, I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo. I'm your host, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this very topic and what makes the best leader so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, Tomorrow's Leaders, I got another great interview for you today. I've got Indy Gregg. She's the founder and CEO of WeDo. Remember that name. That is a company that is going big places. Uh, They just two years ago had four people. They're now at 30, growing fast. Uh, It's um, kind of like a Venmo version for um, uh, independent contractors. It's really, really a cool company. But what really struck me is Indy's really great kind of natural way of leading an organization, very authentic, very much paying attention to the culture, At the same point, very much about high accountability and ownership and having the right systems in place, getting everybody on the right page. So there's a lot to what we talked about in this short conversation. There's a lot of valuable nuggets. So pay attention, and I think you're going to really like this one. Here's Indy. All right. Welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Larido, your host. I've got a great guest with me today with a great story. Her name is Indy Gregg. She's the founder and CEO of WeDo, a company over the last two years that's grown significantly. So, Indy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, for those who are not watching and just listening, you've got a really cool backdrop behind you. And your, uh, I guess your your guy behind you, is, his name is Wes. Is that right? Or did I mess it up? Yeah, we nicknamed him Wes. Yeah, like, what's the significance a, of him? He represents the trinity of business. So the relationship or the equality and, and generally rep- represents equality. But, um, you know, if you have community or the customer at the bottom and you have the investment or stakeholders, and then you have the company and the team and the way that, you know, should be dosed in equal measures that we pay attention to all three. I love it. I love it. That's a constant everyday reminder when you got him behind you there. Yeah, he's pretty imposing. He's it's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's <laughs> taller than me. <laughs> well, I, there's a lot I want to talk about in a short period of time here. I know that uh, the listeners will be interested in your story. So you started, we do, two years ago. It started with four or five of you. It's now grown significantly. Um, you've got your team all over the place. It's 29 of you now. Um, let's just start with that story. I mean, you've done something that less than a fraction of, of 1% of entrepreneurs and startups do. Um, what what do you credit to that? I mean, what's some of the things that you've learned in building a company that fast? Oh well, I think um, I guess hindsight is always twenty twenty twenty, and I think that we learn mostly from our failures. So I've had plenty of those throughout my life, um, but I've had plenty of success as well. So don't feel too sorry for me. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, yeah, just choosing people who are determined and who have a great work ethic and uh, building a team of people who have diverse skills that aren't like you um, is one of the the main things that helped us grow quickly. Just getting the right skill sets in at the right time in the growth of a company. So let me ask you, are 
how deliberate are you with that? So is it more of, hey, you're aware and looking for the skills that complement you when you're interviewing people, or are you specifically have in mind certain skills and competencies that you are recruiting for? Um, both. So when you're starting out, um, you, you don't necessarily have a bunch of budget to hire. So you try to find people who have diverse skills and who can help you grow the company and come in kind of in a co-founder type of status. Um, we didn't raise capital for a really long time. So I was looking for people and kind of choosing people from my life already. Right. So I think, um, yeah, I think it's both. I think choosing skills that are diverse and different than your skills so that you can fill the gaps together. And then as you grow, you're specifically looking for a set of skills to own a lane and ownership and accountability is part of that. Um, and then as you grow a little bit bigger, you're looking for people who, um, can help do the heavy lifting, um, as well as lead a group of, of the heavy lifters. So a little bit of all, <laughs> um, what, what is that or chronology look like the order of events in terms of hiring people? When you started back, uh, two years ago, you had a small group of four or five who, what type of person or what type of role did you then realize you needed? What was kind of next, um, for you? Um, well, we started with a group of small creatives and tech people. Um, I have a tech background and a design background. So we had a couple of designers and, um, uh, yeah, a, a, a gal who, um, works in marketing, he was doing some ops for us and, and still is, but she's moved into marketing. And then, uh, as we grew, uh, as we developed and we were able to raise capital at that point, we decided okay, now it's time to hire people because it just kept getting busier and busier. Um, so, so yeah, it's just a natural progression. You kind of know when you, when your bandwidth is so run out that you need someone else, you know, in the loop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what, what is, what, what, let's talk a little bit about the company. What is we do? What, what do you do? What, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> what, what is it all about? Well, what we do at we do. <laughs> is um, we enable people. So we are enabling um, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and freelancers uh, with an end-to-end -end, uh, networking platform that's supported by banking services and invoicing and contracting. So um, if you can imagine video and audio uh, streaming services uh, connected to file sharing so you can serve a client or you can, you know, do a concert or sell a ticket or sell a, an event um, and, and combining that all seamlessly with chat, video, file share, invoicing, contracting and banking. And we issue you a debit card so you can deploy your money as well in 38 currencies. Um, we're kind of an all one business in the box social networking device, uh, essentially. Interesting. So, so do you find the, how, first of all, what are, what are, what's the growth been? So how many users do you have at this point? Um, we've got 37,000, um, in our, in our weight room, we bring in about 500 every week. Um, we're launching in September in the United States, we we're covering UK and Europe. So we're a little bit ahead in the UK and Europe, uh, right now, but we launch in Las Vegas and, and we'll be at money 2020. So yeah, we, we are hoping to grow, um, you know, through the network, network effects and through some, some marketing and PR, but um, we're in the early stages still, you know, we're two years old, but we're, we're marching on. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh tremendous progress you've made in a really short period of time. So um, what do you think? I mean, what's the vision for the company when you look out five years, 10 years, what does it look like? Well, we'd like to help millions of people. Um, I think right now the world is changing. We're in a knowledge-based society uh, going into one and, and coming out of work that was from, you know, the early 1900s uh, when manufacturing was more important. So now we're moving into knowledge-based um, the internet and uh, services, digital services are becoming more and more uh, important for people and, and work is changing. So we believe that people should be able to be anywhere in, in the world, anytime, anywhere, any place. And if they have a mobile phone or an internet connection, they should be able to pick up that phone and be able to work. Right. And, and we're looking at digital nomads, um, fractional work where people are being divided amongst uh, one or two or three companies rather than having one nine to five. And we believe that this offers freedom and flexibility for people and can help remove the barrier to entry. You know, Upwork and Fiverr take like 20 percent of a freelancer's income, just as just as an example. Um, we don't do that. We remove that because. Uh, everyone needs a bank and everybody needs to have transactions, right? So we just, we just apply a flat 3% and we hopefully will save that inflationary, like add 20% on, then the SME who hires you is paying more and you're going to build that into your margins. Um, and it just came, seems incredible. Half the world's workforce will be freelance by 2027. Half, that's huge. So we can't continue this way, you know? Yeah. 20% in between. So is that what you see as the future? Uh, let's talk about the future, the work, future of work. And that, is that where you see things going? Is that there's just this larger momentum and trend toward independent freelancers? I think and not just independent freelancers, but also small businesses and, and startups and technical startups, especially um, will be more fractional, more remote in the future. They already are. I mean, you know, tech people have been working remotely for, you know, over a decade, maybe longer um, online, but more and more people who have services, who have talent, knowledge, and skills who, you know, aren't fixed to a desk um, are working remotely. If COVID taught us anything that it's that, you know, remote working is a thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and now what that does is it enables people to be able to live their lives and go anywhere. So you're, we're seeing more and more countries add digital nomad visas so that people can just, you know, their work may be, you know, in, in Japan or in South America, but um, they can go to America and work, or they can go to um, France and work. And that, that creates opportunities, especially in the millennial generation. You know, we see the age uh, 30 and under more and more people traveling, experiencing the world and experience is extremely important to that generation. Uh, and I think that their work lives are going to be more balanced and more flexible. And hopefully we build a society with more happy people. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I like uh, where that ends, where it gets everybody to a happy place and a productive place. Um, if people want to learn more about we do and uh, the company and you and uh, learn more about what it is, where do they go? How do they do it? Well, our website's we do.ai. Of course, they can download the app in iOS and Android. Uh, it's we do where if you search WEDO, you're going to find it. Um, and yeah, online, I'm Indiana Greg. That's my at handle. And for the company, it's we do underscore HQ. So if you want to see the crazy Wes getting up to no good, we have a live Wes that runs around in a crazy yellow suit. 
um, you can catch catch that on on Instagram and the usual suspects. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'll be sure to check it out. Uh, this has been terrific, Indy. Congrats, first of all, on all your success. And I know you're just scratching the surface and getting started. So my guess is you've got a lot ahead of you, a lot of great success. Um, I will certainly be checking out and downloading the app and getting involved. So as I'm sure many of our listeners are, but I appreciate you joining us today. This has been great. I appreciate you having me here. You got it. Really grateful. Thank you. You got it. And thanks all for joining today. We've been here with Indy Gregg, who's the founder and CEO of We Do. We'll have all the info in the show notes, the links, everything. Check it out. Download the app. I think you'll uh, gain a lot from that. As always, appreciate you joining. Like, share, subscribe. Go down below, give a five-star review, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader. For suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching, reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.